Welcome to the Registered Investment Advisor Podcast, where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their financial service firms, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the RAA podcast. This is your host, Seth Green, here with David Doss from CKC Fund, aka CKC Management, a US-based private investment fund advisor and operating company. David, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me on the show, Seth. Our pleasure. So what does CKC Fund do? Yeah, so uh, CKC Fund is a fund advisory team. So we help to operate investment fund vehicles. And our specific focus is on investment fund vehicles in the digital asset space. So uh, cryptocurrencies, blockchain, Web3 kind of can go by by many names, but uh, we prefer to use the term digital assets, given that these have many different forms and functions, much like how let's say, uh, stocks in the stock market could have many different utilities, many different fundamental values. So our goal is on evaluating those assets and building out risk mitigated portfolios of them in a way that can help investment funds to, to grow wealth over the medium and long term. So when you say you're building them out, does that mean you are an investment fund directly and we invest in your pre, your portfolio? Or are we as RIAs outsourcing part of that money management to you? It could be a bit of both. So for one thing, we, uh, we have vehicles that we already operate. But then on top of that, uh, we have ability to set up uh, SMAs, separately managed accounts, or, or custom vehicles. Uh, so that, that can depend on a case-by-case basis. But to your point, Seth, about the interaction between RAs and the digital asset space, there's a far greater number of um, affluent and high net worth individuals out there who are requesting uh, exposure to the digital asset space, a far higher uh, number of those than there are wealth managers and IRAs who offer viable solutions in that space. So right now we're we're definitely seeing this uh this sector of the of the investment landscape as a major growth area both in terms of investor demand and in terms of certainly the the growth of uh these assets themselves. For example, Bitcoin having appreciated thousands of percent over the last 10 years. For sure. So how are you analyzing and responding to the ever-changing market trends and economic conditions in the digital asset space? Dedication, I think, would be the short answer. It's, it's kind of like one of those things where we can all we could all play a sport like tennis, but then not everyone wants to or needs to be playing it all day, every day. Uh, somewhat similar in this space, where you know, in principle, you know, we're conducting work um, that that's possible. It, it's it's not uh, it's not rocket science, but when when things are flying at you at rocket speed, you're you're trying to discern what's going on. That's where the real challenges of of day in day out, uh, assessing uh, opportunities, assessing risks. Uh, it's it's really just a uh, high quantity of information at a very rapid pace of development in this space. There are around twenty three thousand different digital assets out there. And 
certainly not all of them are going to become the next Bitcoin or going to kind of make it uh, up to a really sizable market cap. In fact, uh, it's very likely that uh, more of them could fail than succeed, just uh, the odds being what they are just in, in markets in general, right? But to, to answer your question a little bit differently, what we're focused on is on uh, bottom-up fundamental research of researching uh, and analyzing these assets on a case-by-case of what what fundamental value does each asset have? What problem are they looking to solve? Uh, what level of traction? And then what are their uh, what are their fundamentals in terms of, let's say, for example, th- sentiment analyses ranging from uh, market cap to volume to uh, to the utility and use case mentioned to their correlation with other digital assets in the space, right? Something that's become an issue is, for example, some assets will just follow Bitcoin. So in theory, you could have a portfolio of, you know, let's say 30 different assets that were all just, they're all just following the exact same behavior patterns, then that's not really true diversification, right? Um, So what we're looking to do is really build out something that provides a a resilient uh, growth potential that can also help to minimize some of the risk across the digital asset space but also something um, where where we can provide uh, a risk mitigation in in relation to other other assets other uh, other investments so for example um, digital assets like bitcoin have been exhibiting a really low to no correlation with a variety of other assets out there including uh, for example the stock market bond markets uh, various commodities uh, gold, real estate, looking not just at reducing uh, the risk and maximizing the upside within the digital asset space, but also providing those value adds across different assets that this digital asset space can really function as a hedge uh, against volatility in other uh, other spaces is, is another part of what we do. Awesome. And let's go back in time a little bit. How'd you get started? Yeah. So in terms of my background, um, I grew up in the Silicon Valley area. So for one thing, um, growing up amidst a tech bubble a boom and bust, as well as a real estate bubble boom and bust that were kind of on, on um, uh, let's say, slightly separate but related uh, pathways there in, in the, the greater San Francisco Bay Area at the time, uh, I think was really interested in these uh, in innovation, technology, alternative assets. And then I, I was also raised in a pretty international background. So I grew up speaking uh, a couple of different languages, ended up living, working, traveling uh, in various, various countries around the world. And um, in, in graduate school, I was researching bottom-up um, social movement for innovation and change in the private sector around the world, basically small groups coming together to innovate. So I was really fascinated with decentralization, uh, which is a core kind of principle of, of blockchain and digital assets was really fascinated with that before I even really knew what it was. So coming back into um, involvement with uh, the Silicon Valley space, I was working in privacy, uh, technology, e-commerce, and financial technology. So if you kind of add a lot of those together, the international uh, scope, decentralization, security, privacy, financial technology, there's a lot of really what, what blockchain is, is looking to help build a better uh, ecosystem for and, and around. So uh, I've worked with uh, a variety of, uh, of players focused on the space, uh, worked on blockchain initiatives with City, City Bank's uh, fintech division, 
I was there, as well as with Gemini and a number of other large uh, blockchain-focused uh, uh, enterprises. So coming from that, basically throughout that time frame of almost seven years now, I've been building out, um, building out various investment strategies and looking at what's really going to really going to work for for driving long-term value. So I've come at it from both the kind of uh, operator and from the investor sides over about seven years. I love that you've got both perspectives. As you you're in you're in a sub niche in our world where the mm. kind of gives volatility a whole new name. How do you? What type of risk management strategies are you using to protect your clients and assets from all of that volatility? Right. So uh, I think firstly, just the, the job of uh, hedge fund managers in particular is to to be really focused on. Uh, driving value and making money for uh, investors, partners, clients, regardless of market conditions. So really, uh, you know, while there is a, while, while we are, for example, in a lot of what we do, we're aiming to uh, outperform a, a Bitcoin as a benchmark, that outperformance is really more, uh, I would say, uh, a result of overall a job well done rather than the goal in and of itself, right? So for example, and you could say this of any market, if, if you're looking to outperform the stock market and the stock market is doing less, less atrociously is, uh, is not necessarily, um, you know, a great thing in and of itself, right? So, so I think that's the first point is that uh, really active management, rebalancing, uh, constantly adapting and adjusting to market conditions is really uh, in order to to drive those those absolute returns is is the main focus area, but in terms of ways in which that's accomplished, um, I think to my some of my previous points for us it really comes down to that fundamental asset evaluation where like you said Seth uh, this is this is a sub niche of so you have you know, for a lot of investors your allocation into alternative assets in general and of that digital assets would be. Uh, a portion. So some relevant points that I think are, are important to make there is that for most people, this is going to be a fairly, it's going to be a percent of overall assets for most organizations or or investors or or allocators, where the, the goal is to really um, to provide uh, that hedge against other markets, but also to provide uh, asymmetric upside opportunity, where in a space that is has been volatile, but also showing low correlation to other markets and also showing very strong growth trajectory over the last 10 years. Some of the key values, uh, value propositions of allocating to that space would include uh, asymmetric upside of, you know, for example, uh, if there's around 5% of an overall portfolio that's allocated to digital assets, the level of growth potential of that 5% is, is far outweighs the, the loss potential um, uh, within that 5%. So that's one area um, to be thinking through. But then the way in which that's managed, uh, we like to say that digital assets are, are special just like any other asset class. So we found that a lot of times in the digital asset space, people will kind of plead exceptionalism of throwing out fancy terms that no one understands to kind of maybe either to to look like uh, look like the professionals or to maybe to try and hide something um, depending on the situation. But point being that each, each and every market, you're focused on minimizing risk, you're focused on maximizing uh, returns, and you're focused on fundamental value and, fu and fundamental 
um, asset evaluation. So in that regard, we're looking at taking these same conventional principles and applying them to an emerging space and planning around it accordingly. Awesome. Who's an ideal fund to work with you and who's an ideal end user client to work with you? Uh, we work with a variety of institutions and individuals. So uh, that can range from accredited investors and high net worth individuals to family offices, as well as uh, hedge fund uh, allocators, such as uh, funds of funds in the alternative investment and digital asset space. Beyond that, it can also include organizations that are uh, that interact with digital assets. Uh, so for example, we have been talking with um, some uh, some prospective clients around, for example, uh, an e-commerce interface that accepts digital assets, cryptocurrencies as, as payments uh, alongside U.S. dollars fiat currency. So for example, a value prop around that could be active management of assets, the digital asset portion of that, where the, the fiat side is used to make payroll, um, the digital asset side could be used to kind of um, grow the uh, the assets of the corporation and um, kind of increase uh, their overall profit potential. That makes a lot of sense. For our folks who are watching and listening and want to learn more, where is the best place for them to go to learn more about all things CKC and you? Yeah, so would encourage you to check out ckc.fund is our website. We also have a newsletter on LinkedIn. So if you search for CKC Fund on LinkedIn, you can find our, our company page as well as our biweekly newsletter. We provide updates on uh, various themes around the digital asset space as well as uh, monthly market commentary. And then I myself am also pretty active on LinkedIn. So you can find me there as David Ambrose Doss is my URL there. And you can also reach out to me and my team. Or a good email address for that would be info at ckc.fund. All right. Well, this has been Seth Green for David Doss. David, we greatly appreciate your time. Likewise, Seth. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. 49 faces looked to him in triumph. Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time, driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast, at 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com.